Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Point of Insanity Game Studios, Geekery in General Podcast. I am here today with my son, Alan. Hello. So, we are almost done with summer. We are recording this on... The 4th August. of August. Yes, August 4th, which, you know, and, and I don't know if it's just my perception of time has changed, but when I was your age, summer just felt like it lasted forever. But now being an adult, it's like summer always feels like it it just goes by too fast. Maybe it's part of it is because in my day job, this is our busy time of the year. So, but we're not here to talk about that. We are here to talk about something more fun than summer. Final Fantasy Record Keeper. Yeah. All right. So we're just going to be talking about some of the changes that have been happening lately. Yeah, there's actually been a lot of changes that the game has gone through since the last time we spoke on the uh on the topic so let's start with the recent event that we had last week and at the time that we are recording this it is still ongoing and that is the let's see what do they call it the fat chocobo surprise like a request something okay yes so this event is called a shocking request and this well actually there was an event that or some, not really an event, but uh, actually before this event, they released the Elemental Lucky Draw banners because some time ago they introduced the the Realm Lucky Draw banners where, you know, the first, first draw was only 15 Mithril and then, you know, you could get uh, times 11 draws at the normal price after that. And it, it seems like they're going to be refreshing these you know, every so often. So that's cool. It's especially nice if there's a, especially for the newer players where if there's a realm that you are sorely lacking synergy in and you need to catch up, this is a good way to get kind of catch up on the, on your synergy for that particular realm. So they introduced the uh, elemental equivalent. So now you can draw on like, let's say a fire banner. Yeah. Like let's say uh, you're trying to, Improve your magicite, and you want to get some more fire synergy. Ice. Well, yeah, that's right. You would do the ice. You would draw on the. No, actually, for fire, you draw into the water. But you and I mean, let's say that there's a certain element that you want to get some better relics for. You can draw on the banner, and it follows the same set of rules where your first draw is going to be 15 mithril. No, and then until the refresh, it's going to stay 50. Yeah, and it's a lot like the realm draws where I think it's most beneficial for the newer players who actually have the opportunity to grind up Mithra a little bit more. And I mean, of course, for us players who've been around a while, you know, we have a, unfortunately, we have a greater chance of getting dupes. And I did draw on all those banners, and while I did certainly get some new items that were really cool, unfortunately it kind of turned out to be mostly a dupe fest for me. But that's actually not as painful as it used to be, because another one of the changes that they made at the, uh, for the, uh, with one of the last updates is, what's that? Well, for the, uh, for year four, or whatever. 
yeah, they introduced the record lab. So this is actually nice because uh, what the record lab is, is you get animal lenses and you get this by doing some types of draws, like for example, the times 11 draws. And if you get duplicates, there it's not as painful because now you get animal lenses and you can slowly save up for like five and six stars. Yep. So uh, that's nice. And then also now during the events, they are starting to give away animal lenses as, you know, one-time rewards. Yeah. Uh, also, they introduce the artifacts now, which are, uh, there's actually two different types. There is not, there is realm-based and which are synergy where it's like they're just powerful weapons if not in synergy, but if they are in synergy, they're really powerful. They're more meant for torment. And then there's the elemental boost ones, which are meant for um, magicites. And... Yeah, so those uh, those weapons, they don't get synergy bonus. Uh, well, they get bravery synergy, but they don't have a realm synergy. But again, they're still very helpful for the non-synergy elemental battles. Now, uh, looks like probably one of the new norms that we're going to get, and I'm not sure how long, how often they're going to do this, but now they're going to be doing these elemental-themed battles, where the current one is called a Shocking Request, which is lightning. And one of the things that I found was interesting about the, the design choice they made for this one is that only certain characters get... If they just to say, hey, this character has a lightning soul break, so this is good to get synergy, this would have problems where characters that have long forgotten elements or, or defaults, like for example, I know characters like Lulu and Leela would get synergy on these on this lightning event, even though their uniques are of that element and aren't really useful to them, especially Leela, who has her unique is a lightning magic attack, even though she's physical. Yeah, that is true. Uh, Layla from Final Fantasy II, again, another one of those characters I think has kind of fallen by the wayside. But in this particular event, and this is probably the pattern that they're going to follow, is that there's a total of six different types of characters, or six different characters that get bravery synergy, which is nice because that means that any piece of equipment you equip yeah. on them is going to get a synergy bonus. And this is where having those realm-based synergies can actually be extremely helpful. So for this particular event, it's Reno, Ash, Queen, uh, Marsh, or Mosh from, uh, uh, he's from Final Fantasy Tactics. He's the uh, um, Ralpha's brother. Let's see, Shelky and Desh from Final Fantasy III. Now, I was surprised at some of those characters, like I was surprised they kind of surprised they put yeah, I was surprised they put him in there. Instead of like Shantoda or Lightning. Yeah, and I was surprised they put Shelky in there. But then again, most people I think use her more as a battery yeah, than for example, it's like from what I've seen, she's probably a, a very popular battery because of her speed. And people will take her into Magicite battles not even having a soul break for her. Yeah, I've seen people do that. Okay. Uh, Ralpha's brother is Marash. That's, I think that's how it's pronounced. But anyways, if you're a fan of the game and if you're a fan of uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, you know who we mean. So, like I said, I'm surprised that they put him in there and they put Shelky in there. 
was kind of surprised to see Dash. Yeah, and he's sort of a underused character from 3. Yeah, it's like they're, we were talking about this before we started recording. It seems like they're trying to give the second string characters a chance to shine. Yeah, even though some of those characters are not second string, like Ash. Yeah, that's, I was surprised because, uh, and again, I don't know if this is the designer's intent, but Ash is actually a really good uh, magic lightning, lightning user. user. And I know she I think she did have an earlier elemental attack that was holy. Yeah, she was sort of like a weird holy user er, er, early on. But yeah, she's pretty much fallen into the lightning magic. And I know she had a unique that healed the party. Yeah. So, like I said, it's I was surprised that they didn't put lightning in there, and I was surprised they didn't put Shantoto in there as getting the bravery synergy. Maybe because they thought that would have made it too easy. Now, the way these events structured, they're like the collection events, which they don't really do as much anymore. Yeah. So for these events, what you do is when you complete battles, you get some type of... They're Karaka Greens. Yeah, in this event, they're Karaka Greens. They're going to be Karaka Greens for every single one of these events. Yeah, in some of the older events, they did different things. Like when they introduced... I think when they introduced Ignis... Uh, for that one, it was ingredients. Yeah. But what you do is, they're like Geshel Greens. You collect this in, this this item by completing events, and then you use it to buy items at a special exchange. Uh, the other one that I can remember is when they first introduced Selyse into the game. Uh, it was also a collection event instead of the normal events that we see now. Oh. Yeah, like I said, it's it's they don't really do the collection events as much. Uh, when they introduced more characters for Final Fantasy 1, I know they did a collection event then, and I know there was at least one or two others. But it's an interesting idea, and there's a lot of... Act- Actually, there's a lot of interesting items that you can buy from the Black Chocobo in this one. And the... Well, let's start with the chain relic that they introduced. Reno got a half-gen chain. Yeah, because we've talked about how there's Gen 1 chains, Gen 2 chains. Gen 3 chains, as I like to think of the realm chains, it's a different type of chain. Yeah, and this is we're calling, you called it a half-gen chain? A lot of people call them half-gen chains because they're even weaker than first-gen. Yeah, I haven't really been hanging out much on the Record Keeper forum. Just the there's a downgrade or downvote troll that gets active on there where he'll just like downvote everything which means that your comment is hidden you have to press a link to do it it's like seriously how sad and pathetic must your life be if you can't find anything better to do with your time than troll a a forum for a cell phone game but anyways that's aside the point now i think these chains and i'm sure that we're probably going to see more of them as we see more of these events can i quickly check and see who else gets these uh, yes, yeah. Are you looking on Dirge? Um, yeah. But yeah, while you're checking that... So Fran is going to be getting the half-gen ice. Okay. Alright. I think... I know water is edge. For wind, I believe it was Freya, or it was Freya. Generally, these seem to be on armor, but if there are, are a weapon, they're generally rather weak, making them not as useful. Yeah, the thing I don't like about these uh, half-gen chains... Root is getting the... Oh, sorry. Yeah, the thing I don't like about these half-gen chains, as people are calling them, 
they're I mean again, I think they're better for newer players that haven't had a chance to build up in much of an arsenal. But I mean again, just look at Reno's chain. Okay, it increases your thunder damage or your lightning damage rather, but that's all it does. I mean Shantoto's I believe in no Shantoto's doesn't infuse her with ice or no with what? lightning. Um, Shantotos, what it does is it does 11 magic attacks to help build up the chain, and I give, like, I think it gives reduced delay for two turns yeah. for everyone. And then, uh, a Warrior of Light and Snow, I know for their Gen 1 chains, it gives you 2,000 stock HP. I thought Snow's was last stand. Uh, no, that's one of his, uh, his bursts. Oh. But, yeah, the... I know Zax's was still... Some people would say that it's still competitive with Gen 2. Yeah, because his doesn't uh, doesn't get, do the attacks. It just increases your physical damage by a large amount, which yeah, was extremely helpful back in the day. Yeah, and it also increases critical hit damage. So, so like, for example, if you're fighting Hecatera, it's good to pair him up with Arbiter's Tome because that means you'll be able to get that increase that damage a lot. Like I said, I mean, I'm surprised that they, they're making him fairly weak. But, I mean, I think they're still worthwhile to get because you never know. Sometime down the line, they might decide to make a change like, you know, maybe they'll make these half-gen chains more like a Gen 1 chain where it actually does some attacks. So, there's Rude is also getting one for Earth. And and for Holy, you are going... It is Paladin Cecil getting the Holy chain. Hmm. See, that's... I don't think I like the choices of some of those characters because, again, if you've been playing for a while, chances are Cecil, you've gotten better stuff for him where you're not going to waste him on a holy chain. Uh, let's see, same thing for Edge. He's not my, He wouldn't be my first choice for a character with a water chain. Uh, I could see for Rude because he's, again, he's one of those characters that He's not really what I would call a top-tier character. Yeah. He's not bad. Again, he's probably one of the better magic-physical hybrids, but it, he's, again, still not the not exactly what I'd call a uh, top-tier. But, I don't know. Like I said, I think that for the newer players... What, a, what do you think about Fran and Freya getting the, those chains? I could see Freya... But Fran, I don't know, because I usually I use Fran for support, and Fran doesn't really get much in the way of ice abilities, uh, except for sharpshooter abilities. Yeah, I never really got Fran's elements. I mean, I could see, well, actually, I could see Freya working because, as a Dragoon, she does get some good wind abilities. Yeah. and I mean, but you know, you can just alternate between, uh, what is it, Cyclone Bolt and Sky High. Yeah. Which is nice because, you know, one reduces the delay of your jump attacks, and then Sky High has a long delay. So again, it pretty much cancels each other out. So, but yeah, the I think the events are an interesting concept. Oh yeah, also another thing they did is they introduced a, in this event, they introduced a couple new weapons that you can get and combine to create an eight-star item. They introduced a sword that, and a dagger that don't have realm synergy. They're core. So they can get, if a event has core synergy, they get synergy. Okay. But their main purpose is to add a boost to lightning uh, damage. 
And I'm surprised they didn't do a magic one because, I mean, I think it would have been good if they did like a sword and like a rod. Because in that way, you've got something that you can use to boost, you know, physical damage. Because again, most of your your top tier physical attackers can use swords. And then, you know, of course, a rod, most of your offensive magic users can use rods. But I mean, I, I, I guess I can see it making sense for them to do a dagger because that way everyone can use it. That's an interesting idea, and I'm sure that it's going to... I'm, I'm sure that they're going to do more of these events. Oh, yes, and of course they introduced a special banner for it, so, you know, yeah. it had uh, it had relics for the selected characters. So... Also, the Earth... Um, the Earth Chocobos thing, which I don't know what it's going to be called, an Earthern request, because it's like, for the ice, it's probably going to be like a cold or freezing request for the... For the um, water it's probably or they'll maybe they'll just make up a different name for it who like but like the earth one is important because it introduces um synchros yeah i remember you were saying that that's the big thing in japan so that's the next step after awakening synchro which exactly do synchros work anyway so from what i can gather first tifa's going to be the first one to get synchros yeah it's another seven character but hey at least it isn't cloud right yes because remember the days when Whenever they introduce something new, Cloud is was always the first one that got it, at least until they introduced the, uh, the Glints and Arcane Strikes. Which yeah. the with, though I was original, though it was sort of almost seemed like that the that the Kingdom Hearts characters would now be the ones to start inheriting everything. Yeah, because... I think that it would actually be a good marketing decision for Dina because people like to throw their money into Kingdom Hearts straws. It would be nice if they did start introducing more Kingdom Hearts events. I mean, it looks like right now they're only going to be doing them once a year, but who knows? It might change. So, but yeah, it should be interesting to see where they go with this. Because uh, again, a lot of the, the the content now is starting to shift its focus more towards... Elements? Yeah, elements, which, well, actually it's been for a while. I mean, ever since they introduced the Magicite battles, they've started to shift the emphasis towards elemental attacks as a, or elemental teams as opposed to synergy teams, which, again, not bad. I mean, it's an interesting idea. Those, technically, some of the elemental, ma- some of the magicites could be done with an elemental team of characters from specifically that realm. Like, you could do the ice magicite with just a team from, with just five characters, yeah, and a water magicite you could easily do with a team of uh, 10 characters. Oh, don't you mean water, the fire? Water, I meant for, for 10, sorry. Um, and then also I did beat uh, the five-star physical magicite, Hecate, by using a nine team. Though uh, so it's more optimal to go for like a seven team. Well, at the time I didn't have, I was using a realm chain. This was before I got Zach's Yeah, chain. that I know some people on the forum found it was was impressive to be able to use a a nine synergy team. Yeah, and you and I will say it was pretty cool of you trying beating trying to beat the um the four star magicites with the uh, with the realm chain. Yeah, I've done the the six main elemental ones. I'm trying to build up my magia level before I do the dark and the holy ones. Because I have a feeling that those are going to be tough. Like, okay, for Dark, of course, you have your Beatrix, your... Yeah, Steiner, he can use Knight abilities. 
you, I mean, I did get... You could use Kuja for Holy. Uh, yeah, but I did also get... Oh, Eco's. Eco. Yeah, I did get, I actually did get Eco's And bravery. you could use, I don't know if, if, um, I think Garnet, some of Sun Garnet's Soul Breaks Ultras are holy. Yeah, her, uh, Trial by Lightning one does inflict holy and lightning damage, so. But Trial but, by Lightning is rather weak. Yeah, it's gonna be one of those things where I think it's gonna be tough because you have to do it before the 62nd, before the 62nd Doom expires. And not only that, uh, you have to find a way to cope with his debuff. But I think they were saying on the form that if you inflict enough damage, he doesn't do the uh, the Dark Cauldron thing. So that's why I'm not looking forward to that battle. Like the Dark one, it's like, yeah, you're stuck with Steiner, which... Steiner and Beatrix would be pretty much be your DPS in that one. Wait, well, Kuja would definitely be an important role in, for Dark. Yeah, or, well, for taking on the Holy Magus. Yeah. Well, yeah, for Dark, it's like, well, Steiner is pretty useless. When I decide to take on Siren, I'm probably going to focus on uh, basically using Quina to Wrath and Entrust to Kujo so he can use his Overstrike. Because, yeah, Nine doesn't really have much in the way of Dark users. Yeah. But, I don't know, like I said, that's something I'm not looking forward to, so I'm probably not going to do for a while. <laughs> But yeah, that's another thing that they introduced, the Realm Chains, which I like the concept, but I don't think I would chase them. Yeah, honestly, I'm rather unimpressive. It's like, essentially, sometimes these chains are literally just different versions of the chains. Like, for example, um, I'm trying Irvine, I think his name is, from 8. His Realm Chain is more or less a poor man's ice chain for 8. Yeah, because, I mean, all of them, it looks like, do the same thing. Increase attack, increase magic, grant haste, haste, and then do the realm chain, which it acts similar to an elemental chain, only... It's synergy-based? Yeah, it only increases damage for characters it's, from that realm. It's essentially a buffed version of Mog's elemental realm chain from Magicites. Yeah. And remember when that was the only roaming warrior you could use in those? Yep. But... Another now we did talk a little bit about the the record or the the yeah the record labs. So this is I I like this idea. So what this does is they introduced anima crystals or no anima lenses. lenses. Yes. And what you can do is you can ex, you get these for uh during events where you or draw or dupes from draws. Yep, which is nice because again for the people who've been around a while we have a greater chance of getting dupes than people who are newer. So it's nice because it lets you, you know, save up these these lenses and get soul breaks. And they are going back to the uniques. So that is kind of nice because if you any completionists, like let's say you missed Tyro's Sentinel, um, not Sentinel's Grimoire. Why Sentinel's? You're yeah, guaranteed you get to that get anyway. it now. But like his healer's Grimoire. Let's say you missed that on the first, you know, when it first came around. Well, now you can go back and get it. I know for some reason Cloud's Uniques are some of the most popular, and his Super are some of the most popular level 1 Animal Lenses items to get. Yeah. Solely because there's a few Cloud Completionists, even though they don't boost his attack besides his Super. I mean, there are still some Supers that are still competitive. You know, like Edge's uh, Super Ebelin Doppelganger. Rajin's, because even though it doesn't grant mirror image, it grants you a remove delay. 
Let's see, also deployment tactics. That's always going to be a useful one. Shout and Sheep Song, even though Sheep Song is not. Shout and Sheep Song essentially are the magic and physical versions. Yeah, so like I said, those were game changers at the time. But it is also nice because let's say you just want to get another plus 10 to your attack or magic or mind. You could always just save up the rather easy to get three and level three animal lenses to get. Just have a, just get like one of those supers just to maybe boost your attack. I use, yep. and then, I, I'm going to be guilty. I ended up using it just so I could get Noxus's super. That's fine. I know you're trying to be a completionist for Noct. Which, and, that's another character that I think he's starting to get a little bit overpowered because he used to be the non-elemental damage guy. Yeah. But now they're giving him fire and lightning. And earth. And earth, yeah. Because they're giving him samurai, and they gave him heavy damage. Heavy physical? Heavy physical, yeah. Though they could have just increased his level of machinist and gave him, to, and didn't have to bother with samurai, because they could have just increased his level of machinist. Yep. So, any other noteworthy changes? The Pretty much the new dungeon structure is basically how the events work, as now the first event is now only nine dungeons. So this means a revenge, like a revenge events are still going to be four dungeons. It's just the revenge events are going to start getting harder eventually in the future. Yeah, because I remember back early on, the way they did a lot of events, it was like two parts. Yeah, where... the first one was like normal and then there was elite. Yeah, so I mean, I, though I miss them in a way. And then they added the SIDS challenges where it's like, okay, beat this battle with a team of, you know, full synergy team. Uh, also, oh yes, also with new event, they're doing the, the dream dungeons, which are nice because they give you a chance to stock up on moats. Yeah. There is one type of battle I do wish they'd bring back because I remember when they started introducing the moats, they introduced those as an event. And basically the only people who got synergy were the people who could use that ability. So, for example, the Spellblade, uh, when Moat, Dungeon, anyone that could use Spellblade abilities got... I, I, it may have even been just only people who could use 5-star. But, yeah, probably that's how they did it, because that would make it like the uh, Nightmare Dungeon battles. So, I do miss that, and I wish they would bring those back. I will say, though, if there was also another change, it's... They've dev they've reworked um jumpstart battles to be way more fun. Yeah, because the in the shocking request event there was three jumpstart battles you could do. Yep. And what was nice about these is everyone started with two soul break blocks, but you could still increase your soul break meter. And so that means that you could start off with two gauges if you wanted. Yep. If you're using Mako Might or Doctor Monk's teachings. But I during the last fest they introduced the infinite soul break, which is um soul unleashed battles. Yeah, that was actually fun. I hope they they do more of those. Uh huh. Well, those are some of the main changes that we've seen with Record Keeper, and overall I do like the way the game is heading. I also notice that they are be, it seems they're being a little bit more generous with with Mithril, which is nice because. You know, like I said, for us old-timers who've completed all of the dungeons, we have a harder time grinding up Mithril than the, the newer players do. Yeah. The only other thing I wish they would do, uh, they changed the, the Power Orb dungeons now, where, like, I mean, it used to be 
that Sunday you only got the the one that gave you you know a mix of orbs and the XP dungeon. But now on Sundays they do a full dungeon unlock, and since they're starting to introduce five star um, modes into Geshel Green Exchange, yeah, it'd be nice if they brought back the Geshel Greens dungeon. Which was nice because back then, if you had the Rune Tooth, which is Zidane's Overstrike, and honestly, the Rune Tooth is way more useful than Zidane's Overstrike. Yeah, because uh, what that sword does is it gives you a, a chance to get double the Geshel Greens. And if it had synergy, it gave you Wind. Like I noticed, the main gimmick with a lot of Nines equipment is that it statuses, even though that's pretty useless. So it would be nice if they brought back the Geshel Green dungeon. And maybe make it where, like, for its reintroduction, there was a very special battle that was only up for, like, that one day, where if you managed to complete and master it, you you got a free rune tooth. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Just be where if, like, or maybe the rune tooth would be available in the Geshel Exchange, or a nerfed version of it that was 5-star. It would still have the same stats, but it wouldn't grant a soul break. But it would give you that... That yeah. chance to get double Geshel Greens, which, like I said, would be really nice because since they're starting to introduce more expensive items on the, uh... Like, I guess their main thing is that if you do the daily draw, you get a, a thousand Geshel Greens in return. And it's just that the problem is, I think, for a lot of the more experienced players, we've already have most of our characters leveled up. So there's not as much incentive for us to do the XP dungeon where you're the enemies will sometimes drop the greens. Yeah. But yeah, that's my only real Because you're pretty much, on Sunday, you're stuck doing the mixed dungeon to, which even then, it's like, you don't, it's like, if you get a three star, it's like, oh, just another thing to slowly tick it up into a four star, so I can slowly tick it up the four star into a five star. So that's all we have to talk about for now, and I'm sure, of course, next time they do a, a major update, we'll probably eventually do a podcast where we'll talk a little bit about the some of the other changes so with that said I'd like to thank you all for tuning in and have a good evening or morning or afternoon whatever it is wherever you are and happy gaming happy gaming welcome to bone thrillers theater Nah, it's not that kind of show. It's an RPG actual play podcast. My name is Jordan, and I'm joined by our fun-loving cast. This is Aaron. Jeff here. Johnny is my name. And I'm Jeremy. And what we do is dive in and play various tabletop RPG systems and games, such as Mini 6, Fiasco, Inspectors, Monster of the Week, Fate, and more. But no matter the rule set or setting, some pretty intense storytelling hits the fan. So whether you like epic fantasy, adventure, comedy, sci-fi, horror, or just horrifically bad puns, we've got something to feast your imagination on. Listen to our full episodes and more at BoneThrowersTheater.com. And may the bones fall ever in your favor. You have been listening to a program from the Point of Insanity Network. Visit us at poigamestudio.podbean.com for more shows. Follow us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at POI Game Studio.